Welcome to the Stone Church Podcast, a series of conversations inspired by Sunday messages we hope will spark your curiosity and encourage you in your faith journey. We are back discussing groups in the Stone Podcast. I am joined again by Ashley Palmer. Hey, everybody. Pastor Alana Petta. Hello, everyone. And Pastor Jackson Rogers. What up, fam? And I'm Kate. Which I really apologise for last episode. I didn't introduce myself in the last episode, You're just so a nameless host. I'm just a nameless we all know who you voice. Are. <laughs> <laughs> we are discussing today more on the topic of groups, how wonderful groups are, how important groups are, mm-hmm. how important groups can be to our growth and mm-hmm. development in our spiritual life, but also just in living and continuing to live a healthy life. And one of the groups that we have that runs here at Stone Church is Celebrate Recovery. Now, Celebrate Recovery is a registered program and course. You can't just suddenly spring up a Celebrate Recovery group anywhere. You have to do courses and (laughs) program work. And Pastor Alana, I thought you could tell us a little bit about what Celebrate Recovery is and how you came to bring that to stone so celebrate recovery started in um, saddleback church in california and pastor rick warren um, he had a person johnny baker who who came to him and asked if he could start this course he was a new christian and he he felt that he had come from an aa alcoholics anonymous background and wanted to um, have something that was more christ-centered because as many know um, that go to AA, your higher power could be anything. Uh, and he wanted to do something where it was centered. And so he rewrote the curriculum. He uses the 12 steps and he uses biblical comparisons. And then he also has developed eight principles, um, which are based on the Beatitudes that, that help as one goes through Celebrate Recovery. Um, and he really had a heart to, to reach as many people as he could that were broken and lost. So Celebrate Recovery is not just for those who are struggling with drug and alcohol addictions. It's for anybody who is um, dealing with a hurt, hang-up, or habit that they can't seem to get rid of. And, and I think as I've gone through Celebrate Recovery and, and really seen it work, I realized that it's basically for anybody <laughs> that's trying to deal with these these issues that try and pull us away from God and, and how to deal with things in our past in a healthy way, how yes. to learn how it walks you through how to learn how to forgive people, how to let go of pain from the past, how to move forward, how to recognize the lies that you've believed that are keeping you stuck, and then to use scripture to to break those those lies, to use God's word to break those lies. And um, I really was struggling with some things in my own personal life. There were some struggles in my marriage that my husband and I were dealing with, and they really made me realize that I didn't feel like there was a safe place I could go to feel like I could share Mm -hmm. and um, get help Mm -hmm. and be able to talk about them without feeling judged or my spouse feeling judged and, and being able to work through them in a healthy way. So I really, my husband and I did find something online that we did, but then it was in my heart that I want to bring this to the, to the church. I want to bring this to our church, a place where if I'm feeling like this, then there are other people feeling like that. And that's when I broached 
the pastor, Pastor JD at the mm-hmm. time to, to ask him, like, is there room for something like this at Stone Church? And could, could we look into it? And um, he suggested Celebrate Recovery. And I looked into it and I was so just encouraged by the testimonies I was hearing and the the stuff I was seeing on it. And then I just jumped right in and started it and didn't even realize that (laughs) there's a Canadian (laughs) Celebrate Recovery that you need to connect with first and have them come alongside you and help you to get started. So so I did that. um, And it it was such a blessing. And actually, Ashley was one of the first people (laughs) who came in to Celebrate Recovery. And what I love about Celebrate Recovery is as people find their recovery, we really encourage them to to get involved with using their freedom to help others find freedom. So they often become the leaders in Celebrate Recovery, or they go on to maybe do a leadership role in their church. Because that's the other thing is it's not just one church. You can belong to any denomination. You can, we're having people that are coming that aren't from church at all, but, but they're coming and they're, they're finding freedom and they're finding freedom in Christ and discovering him for the first time. And it's just been a beautiful, and, and I know it's been so awesome in my own life because I've found freedom from my past, um, where I grew up in an alcoholic family and I had a lot of learned behaviors that I brought into my marriage and my husband grew up in an alcoholic family and both of us brought this dysfunction to our relationship Mm. and didn't know how to get past it but we walked through the steps and we just keep finding more freedom and learning how to walk in freedom and not be tied to the things that held us down in the past but being able to move forward and it brought me to the point where I, I overcame so many of the fears I had, the fears of speaking in public, the fear of doing things because of worried about what other people thought. And, mm. and I'm so thankful that God's brought me freedom from that, that I just have a desire to, to just help as many people as possible. And, uh, and now because I'm also the GTA rep um, for Celebrate Recovery, I get to help other um, celebrate recoveries all across the GTA area that are starting up. I get to meet with them and help them start. I get to reach out and encourage pastors to start a celebrate recovery. Yeah. And, you know, we, we had no celebrate recoveries in the Toronto area mm-hmm. until Stone Church started it. And now we have, um, there's four, there's two new ones that have officially started. There's um, four other ones that are exploring starting them in their churches right now. And That's we've fantastic. been having some of their potential leaders come to ours to be trained so they'll be able to start in their church. Praise and God. And it, it's important to know it, w- this is not like a paid promotion for Celebrate no. Recovery. <laughs> what it is is we're seeing the fruit yeah. of mm-hmm. a really great program, yeah. really great resource that is grounded in Christ, that is grounded in Scripture. That's right. But also in the way that you're growing it and leading it. And you're right, the amount of people that I have met who have done Celebrate Recovery and are now either leading in it or are taking on a leadership role or or being part of another ministry or reaching out to others or helping people, it's incredible. Yeah, I think that's what brings me the greatest joy is seeing people um, finding freedom, but then using their freedom then to, to help others. And that's really what discipleship is all about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Christ came to set us free. And yeah. so many of us still walk in bondage because we don't know how to walk yeah. in freedom and 
that's what I love about Celebrate Recovery is it teaches people how to do that. And then they're free to really be who God created them to be. And that's why they're jumping into these leadership roles and really being able to be there because they've dealt with their stuff (laughs) and they're dealing with their stuff on a regular basis. Yeah. And they're able then to lead from a healthy place. Because we in life we, we do like to just remain tethered to mm. past things. Yeah. It's uh, and just we kind of drag ourselves forward and don't always realise the freedom that we can have by severing those ties to those things and to, yeah. you know, living fully yeah. alive in Christ. It's mm-hmm. I was just gonna say when you said that it's while our life the way it is isn't working for us in a way we think it is because it's the we know it we know what to expect it's a discomfort that does oddly provide some comfort because we can be too afraid of taking action on going into something like CR Mm. and we're afraid to get out of denial and face what's going on we try to just push it down or push it away and act like it's not happening mm-hmm. and so I think that's what keeps a lot of people from coming or they come and they realize that they've actually got to face what's going on and face those hurts and those habits and sometimes they're just not ready yet but it's funny because we see people come and mm-hmm. then they they disappear yeah but funny enough they generally back. they come back yeah yeah so that's it's part of the process and and we we realize mm-hmm. that so it's just always keeping those people in prayer and just yeah. yeah a lot of prayer is needed in this ministry because Satan does not like it yeah <laughs> no. yeah. yeah yeah and we actually have a specific prayer team that meets every um, Wednesday when we meet for our large group online they meet separately in a different zoom group mm. and they pray for us the whole time mm-hmm. that's awesome. and we have yeah. found like breakthroughs and things that are just so amazing from as simple as people weren't some people weren't getting the email and we couldn't figure out why and we started praying about it with the prayer group and suddenly they're getting the emails again and you know people that we hadn't seen for a while well the prayer group will be praying for them and they come back yeah yeah Yeah. and we've seen you know praying for specific situations in some of the leaders lives in other people's lives and god's answering yeah Yeah. one of the things that is important to acknowledge is that we have to go through a lot of mental sludge for want of a better mm-hmm. word, yeah. even physical opposition, social opposition to actually find ourselves in that place mm-hmm. where we're willing to be vulnerable to get help. Mm-hmm. And you're right in that it can be a point of like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get help. And then you get there and you're like, oh, I'm not ready for this. I don't know yeah. what I'm going to do. Yeah. And that kind of to and fro. And, and to be able to have a place mm-hmm. and people who are willing to walk through that two steps forward, one step back journey yeah. with you is so important. Yeah. 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 It really is. Um, I mean, I can speak to myself here if this is a, a good time. So I used to do AA because it wasn't my only problem, but it was just one of the groups that was nearby. And long story short, it just wasn't working for me anymore. And I had my, you know, Christ moment that's in my testimony. And I, you know, I, I got recommended to come to Stone and I started coming here. And, and Pastor JD did recommend CR um, because I, I was vulnerable. I came, I went to him and I said, you know, can you help me? Like mm-hmm. super uncomfortable, but I'm so glad I did it because 
he told me about CR and, um, you know, it, it was very small when we first started. Sometimes yeah. the ladies group, we joke now, sometimes the ladies group was just Alana and I, <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. That was good for me because I needed it because yeah. I was in a very dark place and, and I, I was, uh, you know, I, I call myself the queen of relapse because I relapsed over and over and over again from drugs and alcohol and mm. even a binge eating disorder. And, you know, it's just the fact that like I could go there and she never gave up on me as like my sponsor and I always felt safe going mm. to celebrate recovery and just knowing that I just I would fall over and over and over again but I never gave up the fight yeah. in the struggle yeah, yeah and just to know that there was always going to be you know Elena or Jan or Alice or Danny or whoever the leaders were and and the other people there that was really important and to be able to go there and know that it was completely confidential that I wasn't going to be judged mm. was a game changer for me and and I it took me a long time and I kept struggling and and there's this process of you know, I got over the, the, the drugs and the alcohol, and I'm, I'm so grateful that I'm over three years sober, sober now by the grace of God. Praise but God. I know. That's so good. I Yay. know. Thank you, God. <laughs> but then, you know, it's like we're onions and, you know, other layers mm -hmm. come. And, you know, it's very common to replace one addiction with another. Mm -hmm, and yeah. so it's still, I'm still in this place where I've got so much growing but I look back to who I was and who I am today and the whole journey. And, you know, I, I'm not going to say that I wish my life were different because I do believe that God's plan for all of us and everything that happens is part of our story. And mm -hmm. God's using this to help other people. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to say, oh, I wish it never happened to me because then I wouldn't be here being able to help others. But anyways, I think I went on a tangent. But in the end, it's you know, it's it's knowing that you have people there to walk alongside you. And, and I think it's James 5.16 that's mm -hmm. confess to each other and pray mm. for each other so that you may be healed. And that's yeah. one of our, our scriptures in CR yeah. is like there's always like it's our faith fam. It yeah. is. It's our faith fam. And yeah. it always yeah. will be. And so you just know that you have this group of people who will never stop fighting for you as long as you don't stop fighting for yourself. Yeah. And you know, turning to God, obviously. <laughs> yeah. The place of the confessional, I think particularly for Protestant churches and, and mm -hmm. um, the various denominations, you know, when the Catholic church kind of grew this way and the, the reformers went the other way, there were things that we sort of threw the baby out with the bathwater a little bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the problem was that that wasn't done perfectly in the Catholic Church either. There mm -hmm. were things where, you know, that confessional wasn't used in the way that it had been given to us in Scripture. Yeah. You know, there was supposed to be that connection of relationship and that walking together in faith and being able mm -hmm. to confess your sin one to another. And, and so I think the fact that we're having to create those spaces really says something about the fact that we're created to grow mm -hmm. and heal through that stuff, to, yeah. to not carry burdens on our own and to not walk with the pain of the past, either things that we have done yeah. or things done to us. And to have something like Celebrate Recovery, it, it, it's really vital ministry and you brought up mm -hmm. something, Alana, which was really interesting is that we often think of those 12-step programs 
or other sorts of programs that deal with life controlling issues or habits. I love that it's habits. Um, hurts, 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 hang up, hurts, hurts, habits and hang ups. Yeah. Because I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. I have not personally done celebrate recovery and, but I, I, I do, I'm in therapy. I've done mm-hmm. various programs and I think there's probably things in CR. I'm like, as you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, I probably need to get to a CR group <laughs> because it's not just about one particular um, problem yeah. or or challenge that you may have. Like the onion, you're, you're peeling things away mm-hmm. and realizing, oh, there's more for me to grow through here. Yeah, yeah, and and it's so good, right? Like one of the first step, the first step is stepping out of denial. So actually admitting that you need help. Because I think many of us don't do that. I know I grew up with the idea that you have to pretend that you're okay all mm. the time. So you wear this mask that, you know, you put on your church face and you smile and you pretend everything's okay, even if it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just not life. And one of the things that it really taught me was it's okay not to be okay. And, and it really helped me to look at some of those issues. Because I think when I first, you know, the, the issue that I have in my, my marriage, I was ready to blame my husband for all of it. And it's, you know, he has this issue, but I have no issues. <laughs> and then God pointed the finger at me and like, hey, you know, you can't change anyone else. And that's what I love about Celebrate yeah. Recovery is you realize it's not about everybody else. And suddenly when you stop feeling sorry for yourself, you realize that you are responsible for you mm-hmm. and you can let God change you and you can work and let him show you those areas in yourself that need changing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's hard, right? Because you're sometimes you're like, oh, well, I don't like to think that. But like one of the scriptures we use is Jeremiah 614. You can't heal a wound by saying it's not there. Mm-hmm. You need to acknowledge what's there and then God can heal it. And, and that's why I think like James five sixteen, you confess it and you get healing and it's a process and it takes time. But when we bring it into the light, then God can expose it for what it is. He takes away the shame because shame keeps us away, doesn't mm-hmm. want us to, to come, but, but God convicts us. And then he opens his arm and says, let me help you. Let mm-hmm. me heal you. Mm. And he doesn't push us away. And I think I grew up thinking that God would push me away. I had to come to him when I was perfect and kept trying to make myself perfect and realized, well, that's not working. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and that, that's what's so freeing too, is to, to realize he's not doing it to harm us. And once you start realizing that what he has for us is better than what, how we're trying to maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, how we're, you know, we're, we're often, um, doing sinful things because we think it's going to bring us pleasure. Mm-hmm. But God, when we were in his will, that's when we really have the greatest pleasure. It's really yeah. John 10, 10, right? That's the abundant life that yeah. he came to bring us. But we stay trapped yeah. instead of moving forward into that because of fear or shame yeah. or whatever's keeping us. Yeah. And this, the cycles that we get in, it can be very hard to break those cycles so whether it is a a physical addiction Mm -hmm. or or a mental cycle those things like I'm showing my age but you know the record that plays in your head of the things (laughs) that self-talk and yeah and stuff that can develop over time to the point where you don't even realize it's happening Mm -hmm. and it really takes speaking with someone else to realize oh I am constantly telling myself these things or I'm constantly hearing 
this thing from my past and it's mm-hmm. it's actually hurting me and therefore potentially hurting others because I'm I'm not able to to function well through that. Yeah. One of the things I thought would be really good to talk about is when if someone comes to a CR what what does that look like because I know there's step studies mm-hmm. look give paint us a picture yeah, yeah ahead, sure yeah. <laughs> we're both looking at each other like do you want do you want to take this should I take this um so if if someone is coming to celebrate recovery for the first time um so right now it's online so I'll speak to that uh and then we can also you know discuss how it might change in person but um you know we all come together um right now it's wednesdays at seven to nine ish and we come together as a a full group uh and then we start off with prayer and worship um and we have some live worship which is amazing nothing beats that um and then after the worship is done um alana will go through um we we do some of the you know housekeeping so we Mm -hmm. read the eight uh, principles based on the Beatitudes. And um, and then every other week we do, we toggle between one week is a lesson mm-hmm. of CR and then one week is a testimony that we hear from someone who has found freedom in the program. And then after that, we finish off with the serenity prayer. And then at that point, we break out into groups. So usually there's open groups and Mm -hmm. closed groups. Mm -hmm. So open groups are um, if you are newer and you're not ready for a step study or you're just um, you're checking out Celebrate Recovery for your first couple times, you know, feel it out, see what it's like. Um, Then you go into um, an open group and there's one for men and there's one for women. And that's just because we want to keep it a safe place. And there's some things that you don't really want to say around the opposite sex. So there is men and women's open groups. And then if you go into a closed group, you are in a step study. And that's when you're ready to actually go in into uh, a step study and go through the 12 steps. And we have workbooks. And that's when you're actually going to go through and work on maybe one, two or three of whatever you're dealing with. So Mm -hmm. you're actually going through the 12 steps to find healing in in one or more areas. Yeah. 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 And what happens is we have accountability people that those are people that are going through the same thing that that you are. So they're like the people that are walking alongside you and you can have them, we encourage people to get a team around them, to encourage Mm. them in their walk. Sometimes it's just encouraging you to show up. Sometimes it's encouraging you, um, you know, if you're struggling with your particular habit or whatever, and and you're really struggling, maybe you want to eat that whole thing of ice cream and you can call someone, (laughs) you know, get help. Um, But, and then we have sponsors who they're people who've gone through the step studies and have found freedom and they're walking the walk and they're willing to come alongside you now and walk you through all those steps and be there for you and meet with you regularly and take you through an inventory where you really get to go deep and recognize the things that have hurt you in the past, recognize where some of these things are coming from and dig down and find out what's really the root cause, what lies yeah. you're believing, and um, and then your part in it, and that, that's the hardest part. Yeah. A lot of people are like, "Well, I don't want to. I want to talk about what everyone done to, did to me." But yeah. then to have to acknowledge, well, what can you do from here to move forward yeah. from this? Um, so, but when people first come, they would probably email me. I get all the emails, and then I reach out to them individually, sort of share what that's going to look like mm. and then have them come, um, to, to our 
Wednesday night yeah. online group. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when we're talking about hurts, habits, hang-ups, I want us to pray at the end of this episode for mm-hmm. people who mm-hmm. might be listening mm-hmm. who realise, you know what, I, I actually this is what I need. Yeah. Uh, who are they coming? I mean, they may already realize I need help. Mm-hmm. That it may be a point of, of you know, a turning point for them. Yeah. Uh, it may be a revelation point for them. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about hurts, habits, hang-ups, we're talking addictions. Yeah. Uh, it, it's anything. It's so. Mm-hmm. Broad, so yeah. you know, a lot of people think of celebrate recovery, and they're like, "I don't need it. I don't have a drug and alcohol addiction." Well, it's only one third of what people come for. Yeah. So, and Alana can add in here if I'm missing anything, but we've got everything: drugs, alcohol, codependency is a big one. Um, if you are struggling because of past abuse, uh, anything from gambling to um, sexual addictions or uh, pornography self-sufficiency obviously because that's when we're not relying on God and mm-hmm. we can find ourselves stuck a lot wondering why things keep going wrong um, food issues yeah I, if yeah. there's anything I'm missing there relationship mm. patterns mm. Um, just trying to think too now yeah. resentments yeah from anger past, anger yeah uncontrolled anger yeah or even just, addictions to just, you know, shopping and needing to buy. Like anything that's really yeah. when we're focusing on turning and we're, we're grabbing and looking to other people to, fi- to fix us or feel better or things. Yeah. Um, yes, anything yeah. that's not God, basically, that's keeping us stuck. You know, I like to say if you're living and breathing, you should come to CR. Yeah. You yeah, should. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. my motto. Yeah. Like yeah. there's yeah. something there for everybody. And, yeah. and, you know, you'd be amazed that, like I said, I went in for drugs and alcohol. Well, now I'm sitting here today and I'm like, well, I'm still dealing with a food issue. And I think I might be a little codependent and self-sufficient. So here I'm, I am on the next part of my yeah. journey of recovery. And, and it's something that's a lifelong thing. But it's, it's so amazing that when you see, like Alana said, like mm-hmm. she's been in this long enough that she can see people really growing and, and finding freedom. And it's, it's seeing the fruits of people's labor and watching like God change their lives that like... I could never see my life without CR. Some people yeah. think that they want to just jump in and jump out. Like, oh, mm. I'm fixed. I don't have that problem anymore. But I think when you really surrender and let God work in you in this program, you don't want to just walk away from it. Yeah. You want to help others. And that's part of our sobriety and whatever it is that we're struggling with mm. is to keep our sobriety. We also have to give back and help other people. Yeah. 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 That's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because people think like they don't need and what the amazing thing I think is that we have people coming and they'll come because they think they have maybe an addiction to this and then they'll tell me after I had no idea I had all these Mm-hmm. other yeah. things you yeah. know but it's like once God brings healing in one area then you're you're free to be able to sort of see those other areas and and you just start feeling more and more free which is wonderful we have people that you know struggled with panic attacks and, and, and now aren't having panic attacks mm-hmm. anymore. And That's awesome. so, so anxiety, yeah. um, you know, and yeah. really pretty much any, 
yeah, anything, anything that we anything. struggle with. And yeah. I think it's important too to add for anyone listening, you know, I think a lot of people can think, oh, celebrate recovery. It must all just be super tense and upsetting all the time. Hey, we have a lot of laughs in CR. I mean, we, you know, mm-hmm. we make healing. It, it, it can be a good time sometimes, yeah. especially when you get a group of people and you feel safe around them and supported. And yeah, um, yeah it's, it's not, you know, it's not just all, uh, you know, woe is me and negative, which I think some people can have that connotation. We call it celebrate recovery for a reason. Reason yeah. because we do we find we celebrate the small victories and we celebrate each other and and it's, it's yeah. it can be a really fun time right so yeah. yeah so I think that's important for people to know if they're just kind of figuring out what CR is and what to expect yeah 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 and know it's a safe place because that's one thing that you know we make sure everybody knows that your anonymity and confidentiality are utmost importance. So mm-hmm. we always, every single group, every time we meet, we, we remind people of that and we tell people that you never share anyone else's story mm. and you always um, respect that person that other people may not want them to, other people to know that they're going there. Yeah. Uh, you know, and a lot of people are like Ashley and I, where we're fine with people knowing and we like yeah. to tell our story because we feel it's going to help other people. But some people are just scared thinking, you know, I don't want anyone else to know about this. Yeah. And we just want you to know we've never had any problems with mm. people mm-hmm. sharing anyone else's story. We've never had problems with people sort of speaking out or outing someone else and mm. saying, oh, you're mm. coming. It, people are very respectful of that. And yeah. everybody that's coming knows that they're there for them. Yeah. And that helps yeah. because they themselves don't want anybody to do it to them. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they're aware of yeah, the why that's so that. important. And I think yeah. that's why it's so important. Like we were talking about small groups in episode one and, and the importance of groups, but like, I think with Celebrate Recovery, naturally, you have to have this humility. You have to have this brokenness to come. Mm -hmm. And that is a bond that you guys Mm -hmm. share. That that is the fruit that comes from getting together in a group and sharing these struggles. And like, you know, like Ashley said, like struggles that like we all have. I don't know about you. Kate, but I feel like I need to join Celebrate Recovery. Uh, that's what I was right? saying. Like I'm thinking is, Netflix, uh, my I'm phone. Like, yeah, as, as we're talking yeah. about it, I was like, yeah, there's a game on my phone that I deleted today <laughs> yeah. because I'm like, I am playing this yeah. too much. I'm like, I'm going to this way yeah. too much. If it's not one hang up, it's another, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we're just, we're trying yeah. to fill that void. So just to know that, hey, we're all broken yeah. and we all need each other, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it helps us from not then, you know, sharing, you you know, things yeah. that we shouldn't. It's that humility yeah. that binds us together. That is like mm-hmm. the secret sauce to all yeah. groups. Yeah. Uh, Lana, would you like to pray for us for mm-hmm. the, and for the person who's listening right now who yeah. is really needing to step out and, and make that decision mm-hmm. to find help mm-hmm. and to be vulnerable and to have a go? Yeah. God, we just thank you for your presence here with us today, mm-hmm. Lord. Thank you, God. And God... We know that if there are people listening today, that they're not listening by accident, God, mm-hmm. that that you've purposed it for them to be listening. <laughs> and, God. and God, sometimes we don't like to listen and we don't like to, to hear as you're calling and um, convicting and sort of moving us towards where you want us to be so that we can mm-hmm. be healthy. So God, I just pray for those today that are struggling and they're hurt and they're afraid. They're afraid to to be vulnerable. They're afraid to come 
forward and say, I need help. And Lord, I know who just how many um, hurts that people hold on to mm-hmm. and hurts that, that the enemy, Satan wants to make them feel like they're not worth it, mm-hmm. that, that they can't do this or to feel shame that nobody is as bad as them, but that's a lie. And I just want you to know that today. If you're listening, God, help them to know that it's a lie from the enemy and help Mm -hmm. them, Lord, to have courage and strength to take that step, to just step out of um, their false sense of safety, even when Mm -hmm. it's causing damage to them. People will stay where it's comfortable. What is comfortable is what we know even when it can be so painful. But Lord, mm-hmm. I pray that you give them the courage to step out of that and reach out and and look into Celebrate Recovery and yeah. come and be part of that safe, safe environment, Lord, and that you would continue to keep us safe for each other, God, mm-hmm. and, and give us love and compassion and care for one another. Help us as a church, Lord, too, mm-hmm. to, to spread that safety into our other groups where where we can be open and vulnerable and love one another well, Lord, yeah. and, and not be afraid because the enemy is wants us to fear. But God, you came to give us freedom from fear mm-hmm. and you replace that fear with your perfect love mm-hmm. and that perfect love will cast out all the fear. So may that perfect love cast out fear from anyone who's hesitating right now, Lord. And would you help them to just step out and come forward and allow you to start the healing process in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And if you would like to find a group, a Celebrate Recovery group, or any of the other groups we have at Stone Church, you can find them at groups.mystone.ca. Thanks for listening to the Stone Church Podcast. For more information, visit us online at stonechurch.ca. I need help. I need to work through that. That really sounded like <laughs> Sorry. I, I had my... It, I had it off. That sandwich really... Uh... I was like... Sorry. I'm pretty sure that wasn't me. I, I swear this was Satan. See? He doesn't like it. My phone was on silent before. I swear to you. I thought the same thing. I was like, what? A special funny episode. Oh dear. Okay, okay. where were we? Mm. <laughs> Mental sludge. Thanks, David. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, David. <laughs> so great. So great. <laughs>